0: How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. If you're listening to this, obviously you've tuned into my podcast with my beautiful host Savannah, and this is The Fuzz Factory, episode number two. Today we're talking about an actor named Joe Keery, and he has a connection to the TV show called Stranger Things. So it's a great, great episode. We had a lot of fun recording it. Please tune in and please listen to the end. Rate on iTunes, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by The Merc at Red River College's roblin Campus. Uh, if you need a hot dog, if you need an energy drink, if you need a coffee, if you need cigarettes, if you need nicotine, if you need anything, The Merc is your place to go. I go there every day, almost. So... You're missing out if you haven't been. Um, they are very great. The staff is awesome. They've got bus passes for you. They've got everything. They've got everything you could imagine that a campus convenience store would have. So go to the Merck if you're there, and thank you for the sponsorship. I promise you they have the freshest and most succulent hot dogs that you could have to offer. Thank you. All right. Everybody, we are back, and you are sitting with your beautiful host, Spenny, and... And Sav. Welcome back, guys. Hope you had a great week. We did not.
1: <laughs> uh, this uh, week has been a trial.
0: Yeah, we had we had a lot of... Savannah and I go to school together, and we had a lot of homework, so that was uh, a very minor complaint, I guess, if you look at other people's problems in the world, but, but it made our, our life yeah. shitty. You know so. what? This
1: is just a nice break. We just get to hang out. Don't have to worry about being creative and writing stuff. Let's just listen to some tunes.
0: It's the end of the week for us. Uh, It's actually a Friday for us, so we are celebrating this weekend. I'm going to a music fest, and I'm going to be playing a gig at the Harvest Moon Festival. So if you're hearing this on Saturday and you have a ticket, great. Come see my set at 645. Uh, And if not, it's basically, if you don't know what the Harvest Moon Festival is, uh, it's a Manitoba, Canada-based music fest. And they highlight Manitoba musicians. So I got a, I got asked by a friend to play at it, and I'm very, very, very excited for it. So shout out to my friend Mika. Thank you for the opportunity. Shout out to my friend Nick. Uh, you've probably heard me mention him before on my other podcast. If you listen to The Green Room, if not, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just ignore it. Um, but shout out to my friend Nick because he's going to be singing for me, and it's going to be a very great weekend. Um, what are you doing this weekend?
1: I am going to go home and have a nap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds really relaxing. Yeah,
1: you know what? I'm very excited for it um speaking of our episodes and things and going ons mm-hmm. and saturdays um we are always going to be posting at noon on saturdays yes central I don't time
0: think, yes you're right i don't think we mentioned that in our very first episode um so yes we picked saturdays and you can find our feed is now live on um, itunes
1: we're getting to that Ooh. we're getting to that um yeah we're also live on itunes you can find us at just typing in The Fuzz Factory, you'll find us. Um, but we also have a blog going with all of our previous episodes and um, extra content, possibly. Um, so just give that a check out. So the thefuzzfactoryblog.wordpress.com.
0: Yes, very easy to find. Um, yeah. And the more episodes that we do and the more that we get into the habit, it's going to be easier for everyone to find on our social media. So um, be patient for like another week, but everything is going to be very available very, very soon.
1: Very available.
0: So, today we kind of have a cool episode planned. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, We're going to be talking about a band um, who also has a connection to a TV show. And, a very um,
1: popular TV show. Yeah, and well, is- I guess it's not even a TV show. It's a Netflix original. Yes. Uh, Stranger Things. So, so, yeah. Can you yeah. explain
0: a bit? Because um, y- this was sort of your idea for the show, but I've also watched. Why do you keep well, No, no. I that? mean, uh, <laughs> you came up with a the theme for this specific episode because I-, I got really excited when you said it because, mm-hmm. um, uh, A, I've never heard of this band and I love hearing new music. Yeah. Um, and I've also watched the show that we're going to be discussing. So it just makes it that much more exciting. And it's a really cool show.
1: Yeah. So obviously, like everybody's been watching Stranger Things, talking about Stranger Things, binge watching it over, you know, a one day period. I just did not get off the couch that day.
0: I watched it in two sessions, but there's definitely an imprint on my couch for my ass. So
1: yeah. um, I could not stop. So as growing up, I read a lot of Stephen King novels, um, including it. And it was just like it resonated with me on that level of, you know, kids facing some supernatural force like the adults don't believe them like having to handle it on their own. No instead. for sure. I
0: can definitely see that connection.
1: Yeah, loved the show. Um and one character that I really hated from the first you said episode You just hated him. Oh, hated him. I love that. Um but by the last episode was a fan is Steve Harrington. Um Nancy's boyfriend?
0: Yeah, you're right. I also noticed that transition in the show. I uh I don't know why I hated. Um, his guts.
1: I do know why. I actually um, a few weeks ago I was reading about it. Um, apparently, the character was planned like they were going to break up and stuff. He was just kind of like a plot device, but they found him so charming on screen and he just worked so he, well. Yeah, he killed the role. He really did. And yeah. so it's they hard ended to play up, the
0: asshole. Like, yeah.
1: They so they rewrote the script to include him as staying with Nancy. So I mean, I really like that. He totally deserved it. That's cool. Yeah, I couldn't picture anyone else doing the role. <laughs> well,
0: and it's cool that like an unknown actor comes in and like literally changes the path of a very, very now popular TV show. Totally. So he kind of yeah. played a very, in a like, I guess it wasn't a conscious way for him, but like the way I'm looking at this, he played a really integral part of the storyline, oh, even yeah. if he didn't notice it at, at the start. Absolutely. So that's cool. Um, Anyways. So, yeah. Um, tell us the about actor, the connection. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the actor Joe Curie, um, he is actually in kind of a synthy psych rock band from Chicago so who knew that
0: are all the other musicians from chicago as well
1: um i actually do not know okay that.
0: well we'll find that info for you later in the yeah, show after
1: the after the first song um so i just happened to across this article that was like hey steve from stranger things is in a psych rock band from chicago i'm like i immediately jumped on that um and the first song i listened to you know what it's got this synthiness that reminds me of the soundtrack from stranger things which to be honest, every single episode I watched, I was annoying people I was watching it with because I was like, "Oh my God, this soundtrack!"
0: It's really, really cool, yeah. and it really, um, it really, really adds to um, the setting of the of the show. It, totally it wouldn't have felt the top. same if they tried to add. Um, I get, I know it's set in the 80s, so they were co- sort of forced to go with older music. But if they like this TV show. Spilled my 80s? coffee a little bit. If <laughs> was this it 80s te-
1: or 70s?
0: I think it was 80s, but I uh, will look it up. I'm pretty sure it was 80s. But like, I'm saying like, if this theme of a show was in um, a modern to- like, set in 2016, I would not have enjoyed it as much, I don't mm-hmm. think. There's and- a lot
1: of nostalgia, and they use that to their advantage yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, great show. Loved it. Can't wait for season two. Um, but anyways, back to um, John Curie's band. I don't even think I've said their name yet. Post-Animal. Yeah, so yeah, So
0: that's the band that we're highlighting today. And um, I'm on their page right now on Bandcamp. Um, their artwork is really artwork.
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, you guys are just going to have to take a look at it for yourself. But it's very stylized. Um, lots of bearded men. Uh, it's great.
0: It kind of rem- reminds me of old... Um, Grateful Dead stuff. Oh if you're yeah, familiar. yeah,
1: absolutely. There's a lot of flowers in there. So. It's just
0: really, yeah, and like the drawings. Yeah, it's really cool. So, um, if you're just hearing a post animal, as I am, go to go to their bandcamp page, maybe buy an album or buy a song or something. But,
1: but it's really cool you know just what? to even look. Let's not even try and sell it until they hear it. Let's just check out the first song. What so, is the first song that you're gonna um, play for us? Okay, this is the first song that I did hear from them, and I just immediately, that's when I made that Stranger Things connection totally jiving on it. Um, I don't usually listen to Cynthia's stuff, but this I really dig this. So this is Post Animal with When I Get Home on the Fuzz Factory. So what did you think of that?
0: That was really cool. Um, huh. I said while we were listening to it, it really reminds me of Tame Impala. The not necessarily like um, the lyrics or anything, but like the just the very atmospheric feeling to totally. it, very wavy feeling. It's really yeah. really cool. Um, that's the first thing I picked up on. But it's just um, it's really easy listening. Like it's just it's oh, yeah. not that it's background music because it's definitely not. But it's just like it, you, it takes no effort and mm-hmm. you just melt in your seat while you're sitting there, melt. right? Like, Absolutely. That's how I felt.
1: Yeah. Um. So they have a bass player. They have a keys player. They have three guitar players. Cool. Including Joe Curie. Okay. And they all sing.
0: I was gonna ask. Cause yeah. They, cause, it's
1: kind of got that chorus sort of
0: like. Well, it kind of like um, it's they're definitely not psychedelic, but Sloan is a Canadian band that's very popular, and mm-hmm. like it's they're just noticeable because every um every member of that band will sing, and that's something that I I didn't know. I didn't know if they were layering the vocals or whether everyone was singing, but I got that sort of um, reverb-y vocal sound from these guys, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's... I would say this is definitely a psychedelic band. Oh, for sure. Um, Not very heavy. It's like...
0: But also, like, they, they had good build-ups in the song. Like, they yeah. had, like, because it started off pretty slow, but then you saw my eyes widen <laughs> when uh, there, there's did. a noticeable kick or, I guess, a drop, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But there's a noticeable transition there where mm-hmm. the tempo changes and my eyes like, ooh.
1: Mm-hmm. What is this? <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm, I like this. Yeah. so w- your ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we are connecting this episode. We're talking about the band Post Animal. And the, uh, Joe Keery, as we mentioned, is um, one of the actors in Stranger Things. And I think something that's making Stranger Things such um, a popular show is the soundtrack and is the feeling mm-hmm. of it. Um, it's so
1: many things. Yeah. But the soundtrack – like. Oftentimes, if I'm watching a show, like with Game of Thrones, obviously, I'm paying attention to the mm-hmm. soundtrack because it's so beautiful. And But when I'm watching just a regular show, I'm not even listening to the audio, but there's something about Stranger Things where it just, it's every single piece of music they have in that show belongs together. It, it,
0: yeah, I was going to say it fits very well to yeah. the, to like, and we um, know a little bit about building scenes and like working with cameras and stuff. So now that we're studying this sort of stuff in school, like media production, mm-hmm. um I'm noticing T V, like little things about T V way more than I year. it you forever. It does. It makes me really picky and it sucks.
1: Um I don't enjoy movies the way I used to.
0: I can't watch bad acting or like when you can just tell like just like laziness and and I know that I'm not putting out amazing videos, so don't I'm not trying to be pretentious, but you know what I mean? It makes you and it's made me picky.
1: Yeah, the slightest plot hole where I'm like, Well, why would that character do that? That doesn't make sense. That was like a one in a thousand shot that that would work
0: first idea worst idea bro yeah like, totally but stranger things is really really stuck with me um yeah every dude,
1: episode leaves you hanging in oh a way where God. you're like what is going to happen next the
0: first couple episodes i wasn't crazy about the first couple episodes i was kind of like, eh. really but i was very curious after because mm-hmm. it, they left so many things unanswered i'm like who the hell is this girl why is there hey like just so many things were making me like i was pissed off at the show but yeah. i wanted to keep finding out and then about halfway through the season is when i I was really oh like it was wow. beautifully
1: shot. The storytelling mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah, because you have kind of like three different story arcs happening at the same time, right? You have the kids where you know Will disappears and they're looking for Will, and like it's like you yeah. know they're kind of kicking it off. Um, you have Nancy and what's his older brother named Jonathan? Nancy uh, and Jonathan. And I
0: have the cast up no, here. No,
1: it's Nancy and Jonathan. I'm yep, pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of more focused on the actual monster.
0: Yeah, like, it's cool because everyone has a similar goal in mind, but yet all their well, they don't ideas know. are different. Yeah. Like it's and
1: then you have, like, um, whatever the sheriff guy and the mom. Um, I can't remember her name right now.
0: Um, and no, it's Winona Joyce. Uh, yeah, Winona Ryder is the actress. Yeah,
1: beautiful. Beautiful
0: acting mm-hmm. from her. Yeah, well, she's... That uh,
1: haircut really added to the, like, mania of her character. Yes, yeah, so I was <laughs> going to say,
0: like, the crazed mom look, Oh, totally. Because um, she... Uh, she, I'm trying to think of another movie I saw with her. I know she's in many, many movies. I'm thinking of a really specific one. Um, I think it might... Do you know what? I'll look it up later, and I'll come back later with it. But, mm-hmm. um, she, like, her character reminds me a lot of um, her character in another movie. Yeah. Um, but she's a great, great actress. and yeah, I, she I She's.
1: But you know what? Every actor... An actress on that show was amazing, like down to the kids. The kids had chops,
0: they uh, they were really good at selecting the cast. I oh, think. yeah,
1: they must have been.
0: Like, I shouldn't say, yeah, I think they, I think they, <laughs> you know what, Samantha, they put serious thought into who they put in this TV I show. Think, I think you're right, um, obviously dead, but like, it's one of the shows that, like. I've just been hooked on instantly, and like the whole connection with this Fuzz Factory episode is that soundtrack, and it was it was really magnetic for me. It was Mm -hmm. and just noticeable. Uh, Like, um, have you watched Narcos?
1: No, I haven't. But I'm hearing so many good things now that the new season's out. You would enjoy
0: it, I feel, especially if um, like the camera work is amazing in it. It's the scenery's gorgeous. The music is it's very Spanish and sexy. I want to be
1: inspired by what I'm watching. When it's, it comes to the, it makes me want to do cocaine.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just, it's a lot. It's, it's. I'm addicted to the show. I'm yeah. fascinated. Um, not with drugs. I'm fascinated with the drug trade, and I'm fascinated with all like the smuggling and the creativity that went into it. So when I started watching Narcos, it was just another um, instant sort of connection. Um, but what I was going with there is that like Narcos is also really, really good at connecting that soundtrack and creating emotion with it. Um, And because we do a psychedelic podcast with music, anything to do with the psychedelic genre, um, Stranger Things, like, it's not meant to be psychedelic music but it is it right is. so that's yeah. it's a really cool connection that i've noticed and i didn't really even think of it till you th- said i don't know when you mentioned it but you said hey it'd be cool to do an episode connecting this and this and i was like yes it well would. the thing
1: is just when i heard the first song by post animal i immediately thought of stranger things and
0: that's cool because that kind of almost backs kind up of what like we're a saying, hollow right?
1: echoey synthy kind of wave that crashes over you and yeah, it's great. You know what? Let's listen to some more, actually. I was just about to ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so Savannah kind of curated the playlist today, and I'm really excited because I haven't heard any of these songs before. Um, so any well, this reactions one's a little you, different. Yeah. Any reactions you're getting from me are genuine, <laughs> and I think you haven't heard all um, of these all the way through.
1: Y- you know, like, I dabbled, but I did want to save myself a little bit. And Sweet. Kinda, you know,
0: whatever. Awesome. So... Um,
1: yeah, let's check out the second one. So it's, again, post-animal. Check them out on Bandcamp, postanimal.bandcamp.com. Um, this one's called Caught in the Trap, and there's a cute little picture of a rat with a pair of, like, spectacles. He's got a couple bites out of his ear. He's been through some shit. But anyways, let's listen to the tune. <laughs> Caught in the Trap, post-animal. You're listening to The Fuzz Factory. Fuzz Factory. So, yeah, Caught in the Trap. That's how that mouse probably got a little bitten up there. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up again.
0: <laughs> in case we're reliving yeah, any painful that one, memories. That one
1: was very different from the first one we yes, listened to. Definitely very. more rock. Mm-hmm. More riffs.
0: Yeah, I noticed um, like kind of less... Um, sort of focus on like the synth sort of atmosphere, mm-hmm. and more of like more it more felt like you were just watching a band rock the f- like rock yeah. out like you yeah, know what I mean. Fun with it. Yeah, so um, it got a
1: little scary towards the end. Yeah, um, like a little we both distorted, that. <laughs> yeah. and they kind of
0: had that creepy little.
1: Yeah, it was a little. Yeah, I was scared.
0: But it was cool because um, they had that op- that um, that little like joyful like duh, 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 <laughs> that <shops> riff, uh, and then they brought it back at the end of the song while the song was still kind of heavier with yeah. a lot more energy. Yeah, it was I was cool. saying
1: to Spenny, it was like the music of like a triumph, like you know what, guys, we did it. <speaks woes> yeah, it's perfect sure. <pleasant Essex> for that. <grunting> like yeah.
0: It'd be like, yeah, like the day after a party and you wake up and all your friends are still alive (laughs) You just walk all the
1: way home with your fist pumped up in the air. And you just
0: reek like cigarettes and alcohol. But everyone made it home.
1: Mm -hmm. Greg lost his wallet. Yeah. It's replaceable, though.
0: Yep. Jeff kissed a girl for the first (laughs) time. Yeah. Go, Jeff. And last time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was a really, really cool song And that was the first time I've ever heard it So yeah. the, the band we're, we're checking out today um, I know we're beating you over the head with it But we want you to check them out Post Animal Post Animal um,
1: PostAnimal.bandcamp.com Check out their stuff
0: And we found these guys, um, this band Through the connection of the TV show Stranger Things yeah. so we're gonna And we're going to keep kind of talking about And you know what, I feel like
1: that. a lot of people did I feel like they're getting a lot of exposure from the show
0: that's really cool for him. Like, I don't know many, like, yeah, some people act and do music, but there aren't many people that, like, do it well. And, uh, mm-hmm. again, he does He does both really well. He's doing I, it. I said to you, it's hard to play the asshole on a TV show, mm-hmm. I feel. Like, I've never done it. I have no acting experience. But, like, that would be really Hard to... Because you still want to be good at your job. And you'd have to play that character to a T, right? Yeah. So you're not only being an asshole. You're being the best asshole that you can be. Mm-hmm. And Even then you're like also... that
1: scene in the garage where Nancy's practicing with the bat. Yeah. And then he comes up and he's like... Uh, oh, yeah, chef like-, <laughs> like he just... Owned the role. He completely immersed himself he in did, that, like, really. egotistical asshole. It was
0: cool. and it, But then you also got to love him over the show. Yeah. I found myself even like, oh, he's, he, he's not he that bad went of a guy. Back
1: for her. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> like he, oh, he's trying to help. Like, he, yeah. just want, he just wants Nancy. And even,
1: like, you know, turning on his friends and be like, you know what? Screw you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. You're miserable. It,
0: like, being a dude in high school, like, there aren't many dudes that are going to be like, Screw you, friends. I'm going with my girlfriend. Most times, it's the opposite way around. So that's kind of... It was cool. I know it's a TV show. It's not necessarily real. But it was cool. Yeah. And kind of, like, what what I'm thinking is that, like, how would... It would be really hard to go about your normal life when you're an asshole on TV. Because people take TV really personally. Yeah. Um, I know I do. Like, I... like. Oh, I watch Narcos for an example. That's one of my favorite shows right now. So mm. I feel like I know Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I feel like I'm bros with him, and I want to join the cartel. Yeah. Like, but I've never. I'm never gonna meet him because mm-hmm. he's he's dead. But yeah. like, you, oh, yeah. I take it so personally, and I and I get that connection, and I know for a fact other people get. Whatever your show might be, you get that connection. So people are connecting with um, Joe Keery as this asshole. And I just wonder you what that's what? like I don't to walk even around. Feel,
1: I don't even feel like he's getting that much hate. Like, he's not a Joffrey No, Barat no, I know being.
0: that. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder just what it's like out of him knowing that, like, most people are appreciating me for my acting skills. But there are some people that just think I'm a dick to Nancy.
1: There's always somebody, right? There's always somebody that can't separate the role yeah, from the Yeah, that's what I mean.
0: And I find there's a lot of people kind of like that more so nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a, that's a subject, that's a dark subject. We'll leave that one for later. Yeah. The fate of humanity is looking dark, people. <laughs> but we're here to shed some light on the whole thing. We are. Um, do you want to hear some more? Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to keep talking or do you want to go into the next um, song?
1: You know what? We may as well go into the next one. It's only a minute and 28 seconds. Oh, a so, nice little so, snippet. Yeah, a little short one. So. Um,
0: so what I've noticed off their Bandcamp page is that they kind of have little mini EPs by the look of it, right? So, um, I was
1: wondering what that was because they say... Um, perform the Garden series what is the Garden series
0: Uh, like that's um, check out their page it's really really interesting but basically um, no I was telling the listeners (laughs) Um, uh, yes like listeners please go check out the page because it's really really cool and the artwork is really fascinating but what I'm seeing is they've got four albums on their Bandcamp page and they might have more on their iTunes I'm sorry um, I didn't do my homework on this one but they've uh, (laughs) they've got four little mini EPs and what I'm looking at is they look like each one's got two songs Uh, and you can buy them for like a dollar so If yeah. you have a Bandcamp account, it's really very affordable. You can get eight you could songs. Get those
1: two songs that we just played for a eight songs
0: for four bucks. And I eight know we are we are in Manitoba. We all love a deal, so yeah. check them out. Um, but w- yeah, it's kind of like two little mini songs EP. So uh, what's what EP is this one off of? Like um, you can see my computer screen right now. I guess other yeah, people can. I'm but. thinking
1: of going off of the same one from our, the first song we played. When I get home, oh, um,
0: big boy Smack, yeah, that one.
1: Yeah, let's just give it a listen. It's short. Why not? No cool. reason not to. Here's a uh, post animal with Big Boy Smack on the fuzz factory.
2: This just in. Heavy nomad, Big Boy Smack has been spotted. near are you? to like a
0: That was really cool. Yeah. It was short, but I I kind of sure, like sweet. I kinda like when bands do that. Like obviously it would be boring if a band only did one and a half minute songs all the time. Yeah. But it's really cool as like an accent because the first song we heard was almost six minutes, and the one after that was very caught in the trap four was minutes. very similar, four minutes. So it, it's just cool. And, and um, it was funky. Yeah, like that's the first thing I noticed right off yeah. the bat. It's kind of like that just that, that nice little bouncy mm-hmm. bass line to it. Yeah, it's really cool. What I'm noticing is that they have a lot of variety in their sound. Yeah, Yeah. which like yeah, most bands do. Does Spencer? (laughs) But like, um, some bands you you, some bands have a pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Especially once they start getting into like you know the sixth, seventh album. Well, and
0: like that's the thing because it like I don't think they get bored, but it becomes a routine because they're like, yeah, this is how we like writing our songs. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But this band is very. uh, You. I think you mentioned earlier that this band is fairly new in terms of like um, when they started.
1: Yeah, they've only been playing together for under a year.
0: Under a year? Wow. Uh,
1: yeah, this uh, song we just listened to is released in March, um, and the Caught in the Trap song that we listened to is from June. Um, all three of these little mini EPs are from the spring and summer of this year. So Cool. Yeah. So it sounds They're like Joe Keery's been really busy. Yeah, he must have been.
0: So I guess they would have filmed Stranger Things last year, right? That kind of makes sense yeah. because I need to be playing music this year. That you're right though that that like that that lines up so perfect for mm-hmm. him. That's a really if you're if you have the acting chops. Did jobs, he plan this? Yeah, that's like you're smarter than I thought, Joe Kiri. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Send some of that money my way. I am. But broke. also just talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He's he is though, major. and that's something that we've stressed. We're trying to show that like. Um, he's a
1: multifaceted. This is
0: turning into a Joe Kiri episode real fast, <laughs> but I yeah. like it because he Go like obviously him. we're we're talking about him. He must mm-hmm. be interesting. Um, what what I'm noticing though is that, like he's um you um some people are very obvious when they are spread um when they do multiple things sometimes you can tell when their focus is leaning one way but i don't think um from just i know i haven't checked out all of his work i've yeah, seen this, is a small this sample music size. but i've also i've watched a lot of his acting and it seems like um he's not half-assing it in either oh, no. like cuz you can um you can tell when someone's music is either like Oh, I play music or it's like, yeah, I play coffee houses on the weekend. Like there's a difference.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, he does not have the coffee house vibe. Like he's like, "No, I'm a musician," but then he also obviously is a great actor. Yeah. I want to find out more about him.
1: Me too. And I want to see like does he flip his hair around like that when he's on stage?
0: <laughs> you got a crush, don't you?
1: No. No. Okay, maybe. I don't maybe know. A maybe a little bit. He's charming, whatever. So, I'm looking don't up some me. other
0: things that he's in. Um the f- obviously the main thing that he's known for is Stranger Things. Um, there's another movie here that he's in apparently from 2015 called Henry Gamble's Birthday, and I think he played the character named Gabe. I've never seen it, but I'm kind of mm. curious now. Um, there's another movie I'm seeing also of 2016, The Charnel House.
1: This is his year.
0: Yeah, seriously, and he plays a guy named Scott, and 2015, he was in another um, I don't know if this is a series or a TV sh- or or um, a movie. Sorry, so you'll have to find this out for yourself. But he plays a man named Emmett, and this is from 2015. So he's been very busy the last couple of years. Yeah, he's yeah. put out a lot of music and a lot of TV. And
1: it's his debut.
0: That's that's cool. Like I'm I'm on IMDb right now. If you're wondering where I've got this info from, listeners. But oh,
1: look at that nice picture of him. Yeah, he
0: got a beautiful headshot. He's a he's uh, a handsome that, young man.
1: That is a nice V neck.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love a man in a V neck.
0: I think everyone does, even yeah. dudes. Because guys hate other guys in v-necks only because, like.
1: They wish they had the courage to get v-neck. I was going to s- I was gonna say, because
0: w- you probably can't pull it off. Like, there's a reason I wear baggy t-shirts <laughs> and, like, black sweatpants because I can't rock the
1: v-neck. Yeah. But some one dudes day. can.
0: One yeah. day, one yeah. day, I'm leaning towards that. Yeah. Um, that's when life will be complete.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That's how you'll know that you've made it.
0: I really like the, the connection that we've built with, the, with these two things. I really like um, leaning on the soundtrack because I don't think enough TV shows focus on the audio as much. I know that a lot of thought goes into planning audio and sound effects and all that but it's really obvious with this TV show how much um, they wanted the audio to influence the attitude of the, the show. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, not to throw shade or anything. But and if you're walking, w- like, like, a network TV show, yeah. it more or less could just be royalty-free. You know what I mean? It's just generic um, to the point where you don't even notice it. But I feel like with Stranger Things, first of all, it was just so unique. It got your attention right yeah. off the bat. But just – I don't know. It's just It's great. really
0: – and it's, maybe this is, like, kind of all – Blanket statement, but it's really um, vibey, and it's really it just it just suits the Bye. the attitude so well. Yeah. And it's um, I actually looked up a YouTube video on how they were making it because I play a little bit of keyboard and organ. Not, oh, really? Yeah, not much. I just started last year, so I'm very much in the learning stages, but it's very addicting and it's super cool. <laughs> so it's just like anything. Yeah. Like the first couple of weeks are really rough because you're like, oh, God, I suck so bad. But then after that, you eventually learn what the notes are and you're like, OK, I can play Jingle Bells now. So that's cool. Right um, so I've gotten ov- hopefully a couple more um, things in my arsenal than Jingle Bells by now. But I looked up a video just because I watch a lot of YouTube. Sorry, I'm a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> YouTube is awesome. <laughs> YouTube, please sponsor me. Yeah. Uh, but I fall I, down the
1: YouTube rabbit hole oh, far I, too often.
0: It's glorious. I love it. Yeah. So one of my rabbit holes on YouTube took me to... Um, I was watching just other keyboard organ how-to videos, how to how to do this sound, how to add reverb to an old organ, Just just recording techniques sort of thing. And I came across like... The Recording Sounds of Stranger Things on organ. Hey. I don't know if that's the exact title. I'll, I'll leave a link to that video in the description because it's really cool and it plays with this episode really well. Yeah. But it really breaks down exactly um, the organs that the, the what they would have used and like how they made the really ambient sounds and stuff and it's really cool because you get to watch a musician, like it's just like a one-on-one YouTube video, but you're watching it live time. How the producers or the musician, whoever scored that music for Stranger Things, it really breaks down exactly how they would have done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just fascinating, and it's cool because oh. they were using organs from like the '30s and like, like Whoa. yeah, they went all out. Like it wasn't just like um, like produced in Adobe edition or something. Well, I don't know what they used to produce. I'm sorry if I'm assuming things, but <laughs> it was uh it was well thought out, and they used real organs, and they like someone who knows their way around an organ because just from my little little experience they're complicated it's crap like i don't know there's so many buttons and switches yeah. it's like you know when you like it's the first machine. you walk into the studio and you see the operating board and you're like oh dear god what did i sign up for yeah that's the feeling i got when i first sat down at an organ um but i'll leave a link to that youtube video because it's really really cool and it should just should we
1: just like play the theme song can we um, yeah let's do it i feel like we do should you have um. No, but we can just you know. Yeah, we'll add it. We'll cue it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, well,
0: here's the theme song. Yeah, I feel
1: like we've been talking about it enough and making this connection and. Yeah, that's that a really about. good
0: idea because we should give you guys a little a little flavor what we're listening <laughs> to um so yeah i guess here we go we'll queue up the just we w- might not play the whole thing but we'll cue up at least a minute of the stranger things theme song i think
1: it's just a minute long anyways i think so yeah it's short okay here it's you worth go a listen so here's a stranger things theme song just you know for reference purposes on the fuzz factory mm-hmm I mean, that one was definitely a little bit more atmospheric and, like, the tension of the whole show is on the shoulders of this theme song, Yeah, but now you
0: guys get an idea of what uh, has been getting Sav and I so excited today because, yeah, like, that clip might not necessarily directly connect with the songs they played today, but trust me, trust me, watch the show and then, like, just, I don't know, have a great weekend and listen to psychedelic music because you'll see the connection. But
1: I also feel at this point, if you're still listening to this podcast you've probably watched the oh, show exactly um because like i i feel like it's a little too late to say this spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> Spo- uh. yeah
0: so that's one thing sorry if we ruined stranger things for you but it's yeah. been out long enough that's not that's your fault you haven't watched it yet
1: you know what we'll just we'll just throw a spoiler alert once we post this to our wordpress mm-hmm. which oh i guess i'll just plug again the fuzz factory blog.wordpress.com Check yes,
0: and we're live on iTunes now. We set up our feed the other day, so now if but you But you can
1: download our episodes straight from our WordPress, so... Yeah, you can. You, you can know, listen to if it on WordPress. you don't want to be a slave to Apple, but you still want to hear our stuff.
0: Yeah, app, the, the iTunes option is great for on the go, because you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you want to go to our WordPress site, that's great, because we actually can really track our... our um, I guess, what am I trying, our stats, listens, we can downloads. really, yeah, we can really track our stats really accurately that way, so if you want to go to the WordPress, that's totally fine, but if please. you, are, if you're mobile, and you're on the go, it is available on iTunes, and it's amazing just for, you can, you can put the, epi- you can subscribe to our channel on iTunes, and then you'll automatically get updates, so every time that we post a new episode, it will automatically sync to your phone, and I know that you guys really, really want that notification going mm-hmm. off every Saturday at noon, so please, yeah. subscribe, just and check out the WordPress. Just
2: wake up on Saturday,
1: roll out a bit at noon. Turn on the Fuzz Factory. Start your day.
0: That's like an amazing way to start yeah, your Saturday. Nothing better. Yeah, roll out of bed at like 11.55. You know what? Make that's a quick actually a lot of, of,
1: lot of pressure on us. <laughs> you know, they're starting our, their day with us. But and that's if we even. Screw it up,
0: Oh, they'll love it. They'll love it. We can mm. the, We're gonna. We're gonna change you, people, for the better. Yeah. We're gonna shape your minds and shape your ears and introduce you to some crazy tunes. And I'm <laughs> loving all this. I've just from two episodes so far. I've already got a lot of new music from you, which is yeah. a, which is awesome. Because
1: hey, this is brand new stuff to me too.
0: Yeah, and that's like it fate. it's fun to do live, right? It's fun yeah. to experience it live because then, I don't know. It's
1: like we're all listening it to it together. No, really,
0: it really does feel like it's that. It's not just.
1: Me and Spenny in this room. You're here with us
0: in spirit. We're all hearing in yeah. body.
1: We have an empty chair right here that, like you, like the collective you, are sitting in this. And chair if there's any us.
0: aliens that we can't see, hey, what's up? Thank I'm you for having joining. I'm having
1: weird deja vu right now <laughs> about this conversation. I feel like we've definitely talked about this before. Probably, I don't know.
0: or maybe like in the future, we're just gonna be running our own amazing radio station or something. Okay,
1: this is deja vuing me even more. <laughs> oh my God, you broke my brain. <laughs> I'm getting freaked out. <laughs> Okay, uh, we better play a song.
0: Well, what do you have in mind? Because you have another one by um, yeah, Post well, Animal, right? Yeah,
1: well, we've listened to two out of three of their little mini EPs on Bandcamp so far. Um, So we should check out their third one. So yeah. you know what? I'll let you pick at random. There's two ones. Ooh, Would you rather kay. listen to Lonely Jones or You Were Not There? Hmm.
0: I like, uh, I don't know, that... That song title, Lonely Jones, is really, really yeah. uh, tickling is, me right now. Who, so who is I Lonely like that. Jones? Yeah, why is he so lonely? Who yeah. left him?
1: Yeah, let's find out. Okay, so Lonely Jones by Post Animal, Fuzz Factory, here we go. Lonely
2: Jones He never leaves his home
1: Oh,
0: man. Savannah just told me I oh. gotta get my life together, and I said you are you are right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in shambles right now.
1: Uh, yeah, his phone's <laughs> at one percent, and
0: uh, my phone's at one percent. I haven't showered today. Oh my God, my life's we're a mess. Us. But we're hanging out in the Fuzz Factory, yeah. and we're having a, an amazing episode. I think so.
1: Yeah. You know what? This factory is very fuzzy and mm. Look
0: at the walls. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, today we have been discussing sort of. Um, more of a connection rather than a genre, I guess. But we're always in the psychedelic genre, oh, so yeah. we're always there. But uh, we're covering
1: all the bases here.
0: Exactly. We today we've been kind of discussing the connection between Stranger Things, um, and the band called Post Animal. Now, do, uh, they, um, sorry, Post Animal has a guitarist named Joe Keery, who also happens to be one of the main actors,
1: Steve Harrington, in
0: Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. So, uh,
1: before we go, I just I've been meaning to ask, who is mm. your favorite character on that show?
0: Hmm. I don't know because it changed. I used to, I used to really enjoy. I guess I enjoy them all. I like uh Caleb, uh, Caleb McLaughlin, and that's the Lucas. He's like yeah. this, the short black kid. Um, he's, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's a, he's just like he's really I don't know. He's really funny, and it, he was um. He was very, like, I don't know. He was
1: very believable in his role. I mean, like, all the kids were, but I don't know. I just feel like his attitude towards things it and, like, it really
0: felt like um, less acting with him and more like, just don't touch me. Yeah, like, it, it felt very real. And, like, I know that, like, they're all very good actors, much more so than I. But, yeah, he was just, he stood out to me. And I really liked uh, David Harbour, who is, um, the chief, chief Harper, or yeah. chief oh, Hopper, you know sorry. What?
1: He was great.
0: Uh, yeah, he was, um, very interesting because I didn't know what his role was going to be in the first two episodes. You know
1: what? In the first episode, I was like, "Okay, I've seen this character before." Yeah, me he's too. He's like your typical, you know, sheriff with a you know Ugh, rough past, again. Lost a kid, maybe lost a wife, maybe he's an alcoholic, you know. But you know what? He's a damn good detective.
0: And he smokes cigarettes, but he's, damn, he damnly gets the job done. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
0: like, yeah. Exactly. That's the attitude I had. But it really it didn't. It, it worked. I get. Yeah, I, I was going to say it didn't necessarily. Change, but I uh, I got more used to his role in the show, mm-hmm. and it was really it was it was well done. It was well done, and mm-hmm. he was a really he, he was a good fit for it too. Like kind of rough and gruff. Yeah. Who were your favorites or favorite?
1: Um, weirdly, mine would probably be if I had to think about it, Jonathan Byers. Okay. Yeah, Will Byers' older brother, yeah. the creepy one, with the and that's camera. played
0: by a guy named Charlie Heaton. Yeah,
1: Charlie Heaton. Um, and you know what I think because in the first episode like it was before I really realized how in-depth and how amazing the show was mm-hmm. I wrote him off episode one I was like you know he's like a background character like oh he's like the older brother and he's gonna kind of like be there and stuff but I was completely proven wrong and that's and not a, even just yeah. like the role he played but like just when it got to his emotion of how he was feeling about his brother being missing and stuff I was like whoa I was wrong about this guy and then I don't know there was just something about his acting, about like maybe his, just his face too, like the character, the outcast kind of thing that I related to. I don't know, but like, it, I my idea of him completely changed from episode one to episode eight.
0: I like when characters do that. Yeah, I, I like, like it was like
1: kind of like Steve Harrington, but for me it was less like oh this guy's an asshole to oh this guy's actually pretty cool to being like oh this dude's like not even a real character in the show not to, even being, oh, to being like oh my gosh oh wow like. Yeah, this dude's like central.
0: Uh, well, and you said something there that kind of gave me an idea. Like, I feel like Stranger Things did a really good job at making every character necessary. Mm-hmm. There, I can't think of one person that didn't need to be in the show. Poor Barb. Like Barb. I mean, yeah. y- I'm even Nancy's st- friend. Yeah. Barb. Uh, yeah. But even then, then, I was going to say, I'm just very
1: sad for her.
0: I was going to say, yeah, I kind of forgot that she got mangled up by the monster. But dude, I kind of was, I thought about this while I was watching the show. No one gave a crap about Barb. No one even looked for her. There was no like, search oh, party. She ran away. There was no nothing. That's well, like I, th- I, mean, I think she went to California. I think she's a gypsy now. Like, um,
1: and you know what? They've been getting a little bit of criticism for that. Or, or really? it was more. It was more or less people doing hashtag justice for Barb. <laughs> like you know, like more or less joking. But um, the creators have said that they're gonna address Barb, and you know, oh, that's okay. gonna. So they, be, they've got
0: a, they've got a plan. For
1: yeah, it. they're not gonna ple- completely forget about it. Because I, I did
0: wonder about that. I'm like, she just got eaten, and no one in the town even cared. She must. Have been just hated by yeah. everyone.
1: Um, and I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correct, but I think there's going to be like a minor time skip, like a year or two. Like, I mean, obviously, it would these make kids they're going to grow up so be- fast
0: because I think that would make sense because they wouldn't want to jump back into the timeline, um, immediately after all the drama because it would be the same. It would yeah. be, like the setting wouldn't change, Very the true. characters' emotions would be the exact same.
1: But also, half the cast is going to be like six inches. Well, tall. they're all they're
0: going. I was going to say, yeah, that's the hard part Apparently, with child the one actors, who right? Played
1: Dustin is already getting. He- Hit by puberty really hard.
0: Just like weird chin hairs. Um, and like I don't know. I haven't Adam's seen. apple I'm that's gonna... not doing him justice.
1: Let's see. His hey, I've been going through
0: he... puberty for eight years, bro. Just it it'll, it'll get better.
1: Yeah. His name is Gatton Matarazzo.
0: Oh, Dustin. That's the kid who talked kind of funny, right?
1: Um yeah. He kind of he has, has a lisp. That dysplasia. Um It
0: sounded it looked like he was missing front teeth.
1: Um, well, yeah, that's what it is. I oh. think it means just that his teeth come in later. I'm, oh, okay. I'm not 100% sure on that. So was that part um, of the show or is it, no, does he actually have that? No, they were just so endeared by him and his acting was so good that they rewrote the part to fit in with that. But cool. it seems okay. so natural. Oh, like- so, well,
0: I'm sorry, Dustin, or Gatton, Matarazzo. I wasn't <laughs> trying to make fun of you there. I actually thought that was an acting technique. Sorry, Gat. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone's so. got flaws. I got a crooked eye. It's all good.
1: Um, he's also probably one of my favorite characters.
0: He, uh, he was really like he wasn't one of my favorites, so but yeah, very, that's uh, there was no BS in the writing with him. Yeah. And it, he added a lot. Like it was kind of like um, kind of like the light, almost a little like necessary lightheartedness. Yeah. He as much as he it is a, relief. Yeah. As much as it is a darker show, you kind of need that. Right. You kind of yeah. need some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. I kind of felt like he provided a bit of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and before we go, like what was your favorite part of the whole show? Am love... putting you on the spot? <laughs> no,
0: yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think because I had a couple moments that I really enjoy. I guess, like, if I'll, I'll talk about my favorite, um, I guess, sort of aspect of the story. Not Maybe not my favorite scene. But I really liked the concept of the upside down or, like, this world that's yeah. here but we can't see. Um, yeah. I really like that concept because it's just... You know when, like, things happen throughout your day that you just can't explain? Like just weird coincidences that make you think like, oh, someone up there is screwing with my head. Like yeah. someone's like, you know what I mean? Like the whole, si- I've read some really creepy conspiracy <laughs> theories about like simulation theory. It's this weird theory that we're currently living in a simulation and like everything that we're doing is being manipulated. Don't freak and me out. I know, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's really creepy. Like 99% chance that it's nowhere near true. <laughs> but it's really fascinating. So hearing about this sort of stuff, um and reading a couple of the um these sort of conspiracy theories online once i got into stranger things it just kind of resonated with me a little bit more like th-
1: those
0: those unexpected things of life or this unexplainable things of life that like you, when you see you, something through the corner Yeah, of your eye, like and movement. it sounds um that? super fi- like what is it superstitious um but it's not like you like okay personal example um I don't know why and I'm pretty sure it's a common phenomenon for many people I don't think I'm like I don't think I'm unique in this way but when I walk under street light sometimes it'll just turn off. And that ha-
1: doesn't happen to me. And it's,
0: But I've heard it, I've read, I've looked it up online, and apparently it's a common phenomenon. But I don't, I can't explain it, because it's noticeable. It's scary. Whether I'm in a car, or whether I'm walking, I'll be walking under a street lamp. It doesn't happen to every street lamp, but it's, it will happen noticeably enough that it, like I, I know that it's a pattern. I'll walk under a street lamp, and as I'm either approaching, like, the beam of light, or as I'm walking underneath it, it will turn off. And then I'll walk a block, and I'll look back, and oh the light will be back God. on. It's happened a lot.
1: I don't like that. Me
0: <laughs> either. It's creepy. Um... Especially but
1: it, at nighttime, and it's all dark. And it, it
0: used to happen a lot in my small town where I went to high school in, in Glenboro, Manitoba. I'd walk around at night after a couple beers or something, and, like, these lights would turn off. And I got so paranoid. I'd run home, like, oh fist clamp. And I know it's nothing, like... The thing is, that's the freaky part. You can't explain it. Yeah. And that's what Stranger Things really brought out in me. Just mm-hmm. things that... like like when like the walls are morphing and they see uh, the shape coming in, but they like it's coming in from another world or another dimension, right? Yeah. So they're seeing it, but they're not seeing it. And I just mm-hmm. think that's fascinating because I think of little details like lights turning off or deja vu is another thing that creeps me out.
1: I'm still kind of creeped out by that deja vu I had earlier. Like even it, everything that you were saying, I was like, you've definitely said this It to messes me with before. your brain, right? Yeah. A
0: bit. And then it, it takes you a minute to gather yourself. It's like, am I in a simulation? What's yeah. going I, on?
1: It makes me think like I have premonitions or maybe I dreamed it and then it happened or something but we've had that conversation I'm telling
0: you in this world or another we've had it yeah so like that's my favorite part of Stranger Things Um, I know that was a really long explanation but like Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's just that that aspect of the story like things like the unexplainable that you're you're witnessing and like you're you're you know that there's something happening, but nothing that you can try to find out or put words on will explain what you saw or what happened. It's yeah. uh, it's really interesting. That's my favorite aspect of it. Um, I know it's not a specific detail. Did you have no, a favorite scene or something like um, that? Or uh, I guess what was your favorite part of the story? Same question. You
1: know what? I, I asked you that without even having an answer myself. That's okay. But one thing that sticks out in my mind um, visually is the whole scene with um, the mother communicating with Will through the Christmas lights. Yes, exactly. And oh, just having that them strung great. up for the rest of the season and just the state of that living room had it, a total totally emotional added- vibe like of chaos and I was disturbed every time there was they were in there because it was like this is not a home.
0: No, it's not. It's a science project. It's like project a prison. Now.
1: Like yeah.
0: It um that that's something I noticed too. It was that once um they didn't just show um her the mother's um Winona Ryder was the mom. Her name was Joyce. Yeah. Um, they didn't they didn't just like. They could have just, like, shown her acting frustrated and acting crazy. But no, like, she messed up that entire house. She strung up Christmas lights and, she like... She
1: hacked a hole in her wall. She, yeah, she... Which was also a very cool sequence yes. with her peeling the wallpaper and just, like, that kind of, like...
0: Yeah. And, like, again, of, right? You're, like, that portal between the worlds. Yeah. That, but there's still the but barrier. But it looked like
1: a living thing at yeah. the same time. It was, like, what is that?
0: So the, the effects in Stranger Things and the cinematography was just, like amazing like it was noticeably mm-hmm. well done and something that i noticed that they were really really good at doing is um, making the they didn't th- they had a lot of futuristic aspects to it right so like they had like it was really Sci-fi. it was a very modern idea of uh, this thing like this unexplainable force, like this portal to the underworld. I know it's been like probably thought about for thousands of years, but it was it's still a very modern idea. But uh, they did it really well at using this they modern did. idea and using modern camera work, like because all those techniques that you're using, they didn't have that camera work in the no. '80s. They didn't have HD back then. But when I watched it, I still felt like I was watching something from that time. Absolutely. You know, they didn't they captured.
1: They, they captured the time period. Perfectly. They could
0: have taken shortcuts by m- using a grainy camera or, you know, or purposely dulling the colors or even like I know they dressed in attire, but they also like they of could have they they they, <laughs> they, like they dressed in the right um, t- attire for the time. But they could have dumbed it down. You know, what I mean, they could have been lazy about it, but they weren't like they thought of a lot of really small details. Netflix
1: is very good about that. Netflix
0: is killing it. Like, Netflix they, is king. I don't think. Many older people, I guess older people, I'm using that term broadly, but I don't think many people who aren't used to using the internet or consuming things over the internet, I don't think they understand that like it things are going to be different from that on. It will change your life. And it, the thing is, that it, indirectly, it's changing everyone's lives, I think. Mm. The way that we are consuming... TV and movies is we don't so wait week different to week to and it's not even story. that. it's yeah yeah Give you me you're the so full you're so
1: chapter right and let me explore it a lot of it
0: is it um, th- yeah it, they're putting a lot of effort into pre-production rather than producing a weekly sitcom because yeah. I know a lot not every show but I know a lot of shows in the past would. They would produce their episode every week, and mm-hmm. they like so they do it like I know South Park still does this. So South Park, they don't do pre-production. Um, so what I mean by that, they don't they don't make episodes in the summer and then post them in fall because they make them relevant to what's going on. That's why South Park is so funny, yeah, because they poke fun at celebrities. and like if something crazy happens, I know Michael Jackson's dead. Sorry, you're a legend, but you were weird. Um, but when, like when they make fun of him, it was all so timely because they were doing that while. That stuff was going on, right? Those jokes wouldn't have been funny if that was going on. Like, if they made those jokes now after he died and all that stuff, it wouldn't have the same but resonance. But
1: on the other side of the coin, it makes it so any past seasons that you're watching, it's, like, dated. Yes. You yeah. know, like, the, the episode with, like, Tom Cruise in the closet and oh, stuff. Oh, it's, it's like, so funny. It's, like, old
2: now. Yeah, exactly. Very old.
0: But So, like, I'm noticing a huge shift in the way that TV shows are doing it. Because South Park is one of the only shows... Uh, they're very modern, and I think like a lot of cartoons are like this. Still, like Simpsons, all this, they will make their episodes every week. So they post so say their season starts in August. That I'm just making up a month. Um, like they'll have an episode a week, and they they make that episode that week, and they post it. That's part of it. But that's not what it's like anymore. Like it, we're not making si- um, like Seinfeld like sitcoms or things like that, like Narcos, um, Stranger Things. Orange is the New Black, all these things, and I'm using Netflix Originals specifically because Netflix, I love you. Mm-hmm. It's the best $12 I spend a month, guaranteed, 100%. Um, You've yeah.
1: And it's You've gotten me through some hard times. They're
0: doing so much pre-production, but it's so worth it because of yeah. what you said. The way that we're consuming things is so different.
1: Yeah, because they're not a network where they need to worry about, okay, we need to produce shows to air on our thing, on our channel, like at all times, keep it fresh keep people coming back to watch these commercials they're like okay these people are subscribing for our content first of all we're already letting them stream all of this other stuff to keep them occupied we're bringing in so much revenue and we can use that to create original content that keeps them locked on us rather than getting those shows elsewhere it's like they have the perfect plan like basically
0: no and there was a list that went. i think i'm not coming up with this idea myself. I definitely saw this tweet earlier this week. So I'm st- whoever's tweet it was, I'm stealing your idea. But um, there was an article that was released, I think it was like in 2006 or 2007 by CNN. And it was like, 10 people that do not matter and it was like the creator of Netflix <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg and another really influential guy were like out of like the 10 people that don't matter they had like th- they were so wrong about like 3 people and I know mm. like how can you tell in 2006 who's gonna be big yeah. but it just goes to show like they thought Netflix was a joke well everybody renting, did renting TVs to you, pff, I'm not I'm not gonna use my credit card to pay for TV every or month. like that's the whole rich- mail it to your
1: house and you mail it back like once they oh. started streaming they totally changed the it game it
0: seemed like that seems actually like a burden. I wouldn't you know what I think is funny about DVDs. that
1: though is like they are called Netflix. They've been called Netflix all along. Mm-hmm. Net on the net, the worldwide net. They were thinking, but they started with like mailing
0: with like a with a very physical service, yeah, right? It's
1: like they knew
0: they did. They they had to have because. Um, I think the reason why they're doing so good is because now Netflix is worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. There, it's worth a lot of money, and it's worth a lot to a TV show to be posted on Netflix. Now, um, it's probably a TV show is probably going to be much more successful now if it's um, a Netflix original versus something on like I don't even know like.
1: Nobody really watches TV. Like, who's
0: going to watch an original Canadian drama? But, like, no, but I mean, like, it it doesn't have that worldwide access because people in the States are not going to subscribe to Canadian TV. They're not. But this works really well. for Netflix, I think, is going to, they're killing it because it opens up. This is an international platform. Mm -hmm. So you you have one curator that's allowing, if I'm in India, if I'm in China, if I'm in, I can still access the same films. And well, I just,
1: not necessarily.
0: I it, it curates a little bit, I think, depending on your country. Because like, I know I know Americans US. have things that we don't have, and they we have, have certain so things. So
1: much better stuff.
0: Well, because it's more, it's investors, right? And there's more mm-hmm. money. There's a lot of American TV shows that are going on Netflix. If a lot of TV shows were Canadian based and a lot of money was flowing from Canada, then it would be vice. It would be different. I feel.
1: I need to work for Netflix Canada. Oh that's, man, I would whip them into shape.
0: Oh, it'd be so amazing. That would be a dream. So today... Hey,
1: Netflix. Uh, yeah, seriously, hiring? sponsor us,
0: sponsor us, please. Spend This was a great episode. I think we, like, this is a great topic. I'm glad you thought yeah. of it because... Um, Good music. Yeah. Great that,
1: show. Stranger Things.
0: No, seriously, check it out. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, please do. If you haven't listen, it listened to any of Joe Kiri's music, uh, it's available on the yeah, internet. Seriously, know. just Google Joe Kiri. but his band is called...
1: Post animal two words
0: yes and Most they're animal. very very good um yeah i really enjoyed it i'm gonna check out some more of their stuff today should we listen to one more yeah let's end the show we'll do our little plugs we'll do our little fancy yeah. outro and then outro. we're gonna <laughs> i like the harmony there <laughs> outro.
1: maybe um, we should make a new outro oh we'll, just do yeah. like that. we'll do it yeah
0: we'll do it okay look forward for that people yeah um Savannah where can people find you And have you been up to anything recently uh, That you want people to look at Or are you just going to give them your your handles
1: Well you can just find me here On the Fuzz Factory every week I'm on Twitter Savannah R. Kelly S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H R. Kelly No relation to the other R. Kelly As I've stated previously Don't even bring it up Um, And then you can obviously find The Fuzz Factory At thefuzzfactoryblog.wordpress.com Awesome How about you Spen?
0: You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at SpennyMy9, no capitals, um, all one word. Uh, same username for both platforms. Um, I'll be starting a Facebook page for my music very, very soon, so you can check that out. I'll be giving you more info on that soon. Uh, you can check out my SoundCloud. I think it's Music by Myers at SoundCloud. I'll be updating all this very soon, so yeah. Um, I guess the only thing that I, I guess I'll guess i plug for myself is that I'll be releasing an EP, um, a, a little eight to ten song mini EP later in the Woo! year. Um, uh, so it's really, exci- it's really exciting. I, I'm can't, ha- wait. I can't wait. Um, I'm recording right now. It's starting to come together really mm-hmm. nicely. Um, my friend Bailey Woods is singing on it. I'm going to try to get my friend Nick Winning singing on it, and I'll be playing all of the instruments and uh, right doing the songwriting. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you more info that on that very, very soon.
1: And I uh, don't play an instrument, so <laughs> no worries there. But you got
0: an amazing podcast.
1: Yeah, I have an amazing podcast. It all starts somewhere, You're right? here. You already know. You're with us. So let's, yes. just, let's just listen to one more tune. How about You Were Not There by Post Animal?
0: Okay, this is a great episode. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And this will be available Saturday at noon. And you can check out our first episode. And please keep tuning in because there's more episodes to come. Every
1: Saturday at noon the fuzz factory
0: check us out on itunes give us a like give us a rating we Mm -hmm. really appreciate it
1: and if you have an idea for like an album you want us to check out like this where we're just kind of experiencing it for the first time drop us a line you can contact us on the wordpress you can tweet at us
0: Suggestions are more than welcome because yeah, if you, open it shows, us A, that you're listening, and it shows us that you're um, wanting to make the show better, which is cool. Absolutely. So if you have an idea, thank you, Savannah, for the suggestion. Thank you, and mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Let's end this song with another one by Post Animal.
1: Yeah, you are not there, Post Animal, on the Fuzz Factory. See you guys.